All right, so Yuli, in the last session, you mentioned the uh, TMI cooling tower. So just to confirm, you said there was no, and you saw no cloud, no vapor above the cooling towers? That's right. Okay. Did you go into TMI at that point? No, we didn't. We just decided to go north into Harrisburg. Okay, so you're going to pick it up going into Harrisburg at this point? Yeah. Okay. Very good. I went to go off on Front Street and cruise along the river to have a look around, Xavier said. Where, where does your mother work? I had to think about it because I never actually visited my mother at work. I pretty much knew where she worked but didn't know exactly where. I just pictured Harrisburg in the Capitol building, lots of people dressed up for work, and my mother sitting in some office in front of a computer. The Capitol building, I said. She works for a senator. Okay, we should be able to get in there, Xavier replied. It's a huge building with a rotunda nearly as large as the Capitol building in D.C. Let's go find her, I said. Listen, Xavier said. We're going into the city. Harrisburg had a lot of violence before all this stuff happened. All kinds of murders, so who knows what it's like now. We could have a whole bunch of people after us, like the ones who followed you last night. So keep the doors locked and the windows up and get ready to defend yourself. We rode in silence for a couple of minutes, mulling over the possibility of more people trying to kill us. We already burned a quarter of a tank, so we only have a... About a half tank left. This gauge is even working right, Xavier said, his voice excited. After that, I don't know where we'll get gas. We can try the gas stations, but I can't see any of them working without power. So what does that mean exactly, I asked. It means I don't want to cruise around Harrisburg burning gas in this battleship so we end up having to walk out of Harrisburg. If that happens, we may, we may never make it out of the city alive. We can park near the capital and hope no one notices us while we go inside and look for your mom. Who's going to notice us? I asked. Xavier said nothing as he took off ramp and headed into the city. As we drove along the deserted street, the river flowing on our right, I was unsure if the feeling in the pit of my stomach was fear or excitement. My mother would say I hadn't eaten enough, and at first I thought how pathetic that sounded, but the more I thought about it, the more I thought I, a little food would probably help our situation. I broke out granola bars and handed one to Xavier after I tore it open, tapping it on his shoulder. Thanks, he said grabbing it and taking a bite. I chewed my own, thinking about what I would do when I found my mom. She'd be in her office, safe but frightened and unsure of what to do. I imagined stepping into her office and getting her out real quick, saying something like, Hi, Mom. It's great to see you. We need to go. I'd take her hand and she'd hug and kiss me and follow me out of the building where I'd introduce her to Xavier and Finn McCool. We'd get in the car and drive away, Mom too impressed to speak about her rescue. Hey, I heard Xavier's voice from somewhere. Hey, Odysseus, do you hear me? Give me another granola bar, will you? I'm starving. I pulled a protein bar out of the bag and tore open the package before handing it to him. He grabbed it without taking his eyes off the road. Hmm, this one's even better. I like chocolate, he said. It's a protein bar, I told him. So about your new nickname for me. I'm not sure Odysseus is going to work. Doesn't matter, he said. That's not how it works. You don't get to choose your own nickname. No one does. Not even fighter pilots get to choose their call sign. Whatever, I said. I'm not making fun of you, Chief, Xavier said. It's your name, isn't it? Yeah, but not many people think about Odysseus when they hear Ulysses. And no one thinks about him when they hear Yuli, I told him. Listen, you have an awesome name, so quit running from it, Xavier said. Anyway, looks like we have a problem up ahead. Finn McCool was already sitting up and shifting his paws around nervously, the way dogs do, sensing something wasn't right. What kind of problem? I asked, more for something to say than to explain what I thought I was seeing from my own, from my own eyes. Have you played many open-world survival horror games? Not really, I told him. 
Check the door locks, roll up the windows, and get the shotgun ready. This doesn't look good, whatever it is, Xavier said. But all I, all I was listening to was the weird noise coming from up ahead. Sort of human, but more like animal noises. Only different, somehow. Beside me, Finn was growling deep in his chest, leaning on me so hard I'd push my leg onto the floor to keep us both upright. 